Welcome to the AT Parenting Survival Podcast, where you get help and guidance through the chaos of parenting a child with anxiety or OCD. This show is for educational purposes and is not intended to replace the guidance of a qualified professional. Here's your host, child therapist, Natasha Daniels. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the AT Parenting Survival Podcast. Today is a, um, a different kind of episode. I have been missing for the last, I don't know, almost, almost a month. And many of you already know that I suddenly lost my husband on February 1st. And I wanted to come on and do a podcast episode, hopefully a super short one, but we'll see. Just to give you an update on what's been going on in my house. And for those of you that only listen to my podcast and you know, follow me on social media or anywhere, you may not know where I went. And I'm not one of those irresponsible people who like just drop off the face of the earth. So if I drop off the face of the earth, something really bad has happened. And it's taken me a few weeks to get up the energy to be able to record something. And I want you to know that I'm coming back and I want to have people not get support eventually. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about what happened and then definitely don't have your kids listening to this episode. So if you're in the car or if you're like playing this and your kids are around, even if you think they don't care or won't bother them, do me a favor and listen to this in private because I deal with, you know, childhood anxiety and OCD, and this can be very triggering for kids and it might be triggering for you too. So if this is an episode that you don't want to listen to, I'll give you the brief version of it. And then you can not listen to the rest because I want to be, I want to be sensitive to you and your emotional state as well. So my husband died suddenly of a blood clot. He got injured on the job in a training and he tore his Achilles tendon and just needed some simple surgery and went in for a simple surgery and passed away 10 days later. So it's very, very overwhelming. And that is the Cliff Notes version of the story. So I will be back. April 1st is the time that I've given myself to get it together and start a normal routine again. So I have about another month and I think that that will be good enough to clear my head that I can be able to do my, my usual stuff. So I'm going to rattle on a little bit more about how we're doing and what my plans are in my life and what's going on for those of you that just want an update. But for those of you that just want to know when I'm coming back, I'll be back April 1st. I think that's a Thursday. So my first podcast episode won't be until the following week, but it will be back. So, and my YouTube channel, which has also been on pause, obviously will be back as well at that same time. I'm not going to do a YouTube video that first week. So it'll be again, that second week of April. So if your kids watch my YouTube videos, we'll be back on track at that time. So for those of you that want to stick around, I'll just talk a little bit more about what's been going on. So I want to thank all of you for starters. There's just been an outpouring of love, which is really nice because I am really a very, I'm like a, just a total introvert. And my husband was a total introvert and we lived in our own little bubble of love and support. And we don't have any local family out here in Arizona where we live. And I didn't really have like this best friend on speed dial in Arizona. You know, I have 
just a couple of acquaintances. And that's pretty much it because as an introvert, as any of you who are introverts know, like your cup fills up pretty easily and Jimmy filled up my cup. So I didn't really need, I didn't really need anyone else. So it's been rough, but I really appreciated the, the support, you know, just the people who have reached out to me, people who have sent cards, people who have, who I don't know, who I've touched their lives. Somebody started a GoFundMe account and people donated to that. And I really appreciate that. And then locally, we've gotten a lot of support from people we don't know. And I appreciate that too. So it just shows the good, good side of humanity. And that is really needed at a time like this, when you're feeling really, really lost and you wake up and your world just doesn't look familiar. Okay. So my kids have been really struggling, obviously. My three kids, they all handle it in really different ways. And my youngest has been having like the hardest time overtly. So, you know, we just live our days by like a ridiculous amount of therapy sessions. (laughs) So everybody's in therapy. There is this place that we discovered called Billy's Place. And it is a nonprofit organization that helps families deal with loss. And what I like about that place is they have groups specifically for kids who have lost a parent and they have support groups for parents who have lost their spouse. And that is really comforting because when you have a loss like this, you just want to be around people who are in your exact boat because you feel like nobody else gets it. And sudden loss is even harder because you don't have time to prepare. Well, I don't want me, I don't want to say it's harder. I haven't experienced, I mean, my mom died when she was like 59. That was rather sudden too. I think when you just, you know, you order dinner, you know, when you go to bed and everyone's normal and everyone's fine. And then you wake up, but your husband doesn't, it's like, you have a, like the PTSD aspect of it as well. You know, I think that that's the hard part is like the trauma. And then, you know, I found him. And so I had to like call 911 and like try to resuscitate him. And I think there's that layer on top of grief that when you're like traumatized, luckily my kids didn't see that. My oldest daughter did just the ending part of it. I didn't get her to help me. And luckily she's upstairs in her back cave and she didn't notice that there was me screaming. So it's been a lot. And, you know, the anxiety and OCD community has been amazing and phenomenal. And people from all over have like reached out to pick up the pieces to help my AT parenting community continue. And that's really important to me because that's a a community that I've grown. I have a membership community. And so a membership community of parents who are raising kids with anxiety and OCD, and it's over 900 people. And I was actually just opening the doors to that community the day that he died. And that was so overwhelming because when I'm, when I'm opening the doors to that community, which I only do a couple times a year, it's very draining. It's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of like around the clock work and it all had to just come to a screeching halt or like I actually just came to a screeching halt. But luckily I had hired a community manager like and I think I hired her in December. Thank God. I don't know what would have happened if I didn't, because she just picked up the pieces for me and said, don't worry about it. And she was able to handle everything. And then 
all these amazing anxiety and OCD therapists and peer support specialists came together and, you know, are rotating and are providing the classes that I normally do in there. I run a support group monthly in there and it's all still going without me. The community itself, the parents in there stepped up and they're all supporting each other more than they even normally do, which is a lot already. So that's been so helpful because, you know, when you're in this fog, you can't focus on anything. And so just knowing that that's not crumbling behind the scenes and that it's being taken care of, and actually it's doing really well because there's amazing people who are teaching in there that it's kind of a gift to the members, you know, that's a good thing. So, but the fog is really hard and that's what I'm hoping will get better (laughs) before April 1st. Because um, that's why I'm just nervous to do anything live because like, I can't, I can't hold a train of thought. I lose my words. Like it will take me all day to do one task and that, I guess that's just going to take time. So the kids have had a hard time going back to school. Like luckily my, my 17 year old does online school and she's back at it. And my son was doing okay. My nine-year-old who already had school anxiety is revving up. And so today is a half day and tomorrow is a half day. And I was just like, she's gone off and on. Like, I think she's gone probably three times in the last two weeks. And I was just like, just go for these half days because it's, it's becoming more than her grief. It's like all the things that we already worked on, you know, like she's feeling nauseous. She's afraid she's going to throw up her fear of having to go to the bathroom, like it's all coming back. Cause that's what, that's what trauma and grief does. It's like it triggers, you know, OCD is an opportunistic disorder. And so it sees an opportunity right now and it's trying to take it. So who needs that? I need that. Like I need a hole in my head, but it is what it is. So I don't know what else to say. Um, I think that's about it. I just want you to know that I think thank you for all your support. I, you know, I can't respond to everybody and I've been staying off of social media. I did post yesterday for the first time because I don't want to just come back April 1st. I wanted to give people an update. I also don't want people to stop listening to my stuff or, you know, think I'm gone because I work so hard to build this huge network of support and resources. And I, I don't want that to crumble. So I did post something yesterday. I actually made two videos for my husband's service. And so I made one that was just like a montage of our life and it was just a music. And then the other one I made was more of a message and a gift to other people. And I felt like, I just, you know how I am. I always find the lessons and things, you know, I always teach from my own pain. Like that's just, I think that's just in my DNA. I don't know. But I really felt like I wanted to honor my relationship with my husband, but also talk about being more connected and more connecting and prioritizing love. Like that's all we have. That's all we have. We think we have so much more in life, but that is that is truly why we're here. And that is truly why, truly the purpose of life. And it's it's really the most important thing. And it's all we have. And everything gets in the way of that. Stupid things get in the way of that. Work gets in the way of that. 
just our priorities kind of caught, you know, upside down. I spent a lot of time working on my online world and between that and my private practice, you know, there were times where I didn't go to bed and, you know, the night that he died, you know, he was still already like in a bandage and he was, you know, immobilized because of his recent surgery. And, you know, I went and tucked the kids into bed and I didn't go back down. He was sleeping and I didn't go down and lay with him. I went into my home office and I worked some more, you know, the day before I was launching my membership again. And, you know, death brings a lot of guilt and it doesn't have to. I think it's the nature of guilt though. I think the nature of death is you'll find something to feel like just horrible about. That's just part of the process. But, you know, but my husband, you know, was in law enforcement. He was actually an FBI agent and he cocooned himself. You know, he, he dealt in child sex crimes and that's a really rough world, really rough world for him to dive into very dark world. And he compartmentalized and he came home and he disconnected a lot of the time. And he was like super loving person and very caring. And he was the rock to our house, but it was a lot for him. And so I made this video for that group of people because he had his division showed up, you know, to his service and he worked really closely with law enforcement in our town and town. It's like a city. (laughs) So they all showed up. He was crazy loved. He was the funniest guy. And he, he made personal connections to everybody at work. Everybody knew him. He was, he had nicknames for everybody. And he was the one that tried to sprinkle in the humor and the irony in life in everything he did. And I wanted to send a message to those people who are watching, you know, who are at his service, you know, to to make sure to prioritize love and connection because you're going to have to do that even harder when you see really horrible things and you are compartmentalizing. But I was encouraged by his coworkers and actually by my own relatives to share it like more broadly, you know, and they said this video actually can impact a lot of other people besides just us. So I thought about sharing it and I was like really unsure. It was a little cringeworthy because I'm like, I don't want to share this really, really vulnerable and really, really personal. But you know, the weird thing that happens with death is like, you can give two shits. <laughs> Sorry. You really could give two complete shits about everything and anything. And, and so I didn't care. Kind of don't care what people think anymore. So I'm on a grief diet. I've lost a lot of weight. And I'm on a, this is like social anxiety treatment because you could give absolutely not a care in the world because it's all insignificant when the person you love just feels like they disappeared next to you. If everything else becomes insignificant. So I did share it yesterday when I did my posts on like that I'm coming back April 1st and this is what has happened. I did share a link to that video. And if you want to watch it, I welcome you to do that because I feel like if nothing good comes from something horrendously bad, then there's really no point at all. Although I see no point in why someone would be taken so early. And I feel like it's so unfair. You know, I do have a belief system that helps me with that. It doesn't help the the sadness and doesn't help um, 
still those moments of feeling abandoned and it doesn't help the guilt, but on a higher level, it helps to understand. So that does help me. I forgot what I was even talking about. See, (laughs) but I think if somebody else could get something from my pain, that would be, that would be huge because then it's not all for nothing. There's like a lesson that somebody else out there who maybe, you know, is a little disconnected from somebody in their family, or they're not saying things that they should say, or they're putting things off for another day because they think they have more time. And it's not, it's not to scare people. Like you don't have a lot of time. You better tell your kids you love them every day. It's just more about like reprioritizing if you need to. Some people don't. And just that wake up call of, well, you'll see the video. And so if it can touch one person's life, if it can make a difference in one person's life, if it can just, you know, reframe their thinking, reconnect them with somebody, you know, then there's a little gift that's coming with this incredible loss. So I hope that you watch it, share it with somebody you think needs it. It's on Vimeo. So I will leave the link in the show notes. And I hope that some of you watch it. The other thing that I want to end with, you know, I'm always like a give backer. (laughs) I don't think that's a word, but I don't care. And even though I just started with Billy's place, um, we only went to our first group. I'm just so grateful that there's something out there for grieving kids. It's just a gift that these people do this and it's for free. They have therapy dog and it's a small, it's a small organization because I know there's a bigger one in Phoenix. There's new song and that's normally where I recommend people go and they're phenomenal, but I'm an, I'm this introvert and I, I need a small little place where I know everybody's name. It's like cheers. You know, I just, I need to know everybody's name. I need to know, I need to make it feel like home. And so I needed a really small little organization and and they are perfect. So I am asking that if people want to help grieving children, grieving widows, the widow group that I went to, we're all young, you know, we've all lost spouses, you know, way too soon. And there's kids that have lost siblings and have lost their parents and life doesn't feel livable. And to have a place where you can sit with other people like that, it's just, that is really just a gift. So I am asking that people want to help families like us, that they donate in honor of my husband, Jimmy Daniels to Billy's place. It's a small little nonprofit. Um, They don't get big donations. And even in my grief, I feel like if I could do something to give back, it makes me feel better. I'm one of those people. It's like, I can't just take, I have to give and you can help me by giving to them if you feel compelled. So their link is billysplace.me. So um, that's B-I-L-L-Y place.me. And uh, there's a donate button. And just make it in honor of Jimmy Daniels because I feel like he spent his entire career trying to keep kids safe from predators. And he did a phenomenal job and it consumed him. And I feel like it partly broke him because he was there to protect our kids. And we're kind of like a duo to help kids. And he, he would 
love that people are going to continue to help kids in his name, in his honor. So I will be back. I will be back second week of April. And I hope that you continue to follow me and listen to me because I did decide to close my practice. One more update really quick, and then I'll wrap this up. Close my practice because I worked in my practice Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday mornings, well, even into the afternoons. And that was my family time. And I, you know, I can't get that back. My kids are going to need me during those times. And so I've committed to working just nine to five, like a normal human being. Five o'clock comes, everything gets shut down. Not checking my emails. I'm not checking social media. I'm going to make dinner eventually. Haven't done that so far. DoorDash has been a godsend, (laughs) but I'm going to spend time with my kids. So my boundaries are drastically shifting. And nine to five is plenty of time to do the stuff I do for my online world. And that's where I'm going to put all my energy and focus. That's what's going to sustain us. We're going to just, I'm just going to focus on my online world because I'm the boss of that and I can shut it down at five and people will survive if they don't hear back from me. Um, I used to have this like nervousness, like, oh my gosh, someone's having a problem logging in or someone's having a problem with my online class or someone left a comment and they, in one of my classes and they need my help or someone in the membership is having a problem and they can't wait till morning. I have to respond to them right now. And that's not healthy. And that's not taking care of myself. Nine to five is plenty enough. (laughs) So I will be back with better boundaries. I don't think you're going to notice the difference because I don't think it really mattered. I think that was more of a me problem than anybody else problem. The way that you can help is um, continue to support my work and Billy's place. So if you haven't subscribed to my podcast, do that so that you know when I'm coming back. If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, do that so that you know when I'm coming back. Share my work, follow my work. My work is not going to be supporting my family. So that's one way to support us is to support my work. So I hope that you guys are doing well. I hope this wasn't too depressing. I normally try to be uplifting and I promise I will be. I won't uh, publicly wallow anymore. (laughs) So, but this was my wallowing episode. So there you go. Well, I hope that you find the sparkle in every day, even more so now. And I will talk to you in April. Take care. Thank you for listening to the AT Parenting Survival Podcast. To get additional support raising a child with anxiety or OCD, visit Natasha's online school of on-demand classes at atparentingsurvivalschool.com.